Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Our Father, our God, our Creator, our Maker, we come this evening with thanksgiving in our heart. We come with uh, praises on our lips. We come with thanksgiving in our hearts also. We come to lift you up. We come and say thank you for the many blessings you have restored upon us. Now, Lord, we ask that you would empower the teacher, empower the students, that we can gain a thought from your word on tonight. As we study your word, we ask you to look upon the sick, shitty, and bereaved family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Deacon Wade, we're in your hands. Uh, we're talking about changing for the better, and we see how God changes the Ninevites and Jonah, and how He uses His agents of change. But I, I guess if, if if you really looked at it, to me it's a lesson is more a lesson on God of another chance because there's so many instances in this lesson where you see how God is a God of a, of another chance. I won't say a second chance, but another chance. And, and this lesson uh, gives us a glimpse of the character of God. Uh, and the character of God is seen in his faithfulness to extend his saving grace to lost man. Uh, he could have left the Ninevites uh, without any kind of salvation, but he he uh, extended to them. And so we see how uh, his character is extended to them and, and that he's a merciful and saving God. And we see the character of Jonah. Now, Jonah had refused to go the, the first time and, and uh, that God called him. In. But now he, he sees his mistakes and, and he's given another chance to complete the mission that God has asked him to do. And you see the, the character of the Ninevites. Now, they are ruthless and hard people. And they do some things to their captive that's unbelievable. They had no mercy on them. They were a hard people that God had every right if he wanted to uh, to destroy. But but God chose to give them a chance to repent of their sins. And, and then we see how the Israelites, who God chose to be an example to his people, uh, God let had told them to go uh, and sit down in, in the midst of, of the Gentiles and they was gonna sh- God was going to use them to show how great a God he was and they were going to draw people unto them. And they had failed because they had um, ceased to worship God. In fact, they had worshipped all uh, gods. That's the reason they were carried into captivity because they continually... Uh, disobeyed and worship our God. So we see the character of all of them. But he also sees how God moved in his 
Only he can in his special way. So it starts off the lesson by saying that the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, in other words, the fact that it came a second time, it means that it had already come a first time. And and Jonah had disobeyed God's commission uh, to him to go to Nineveh the first time. In fact, he went in the opposite direction. And he ended up being swallowed by the great fish. And, of course, he was spewed back on land after three days in the, in the, in the belly of the fish. So he was given, you see how he had given a second chance. And that, you can see how God is sovereign in all this. He didn't have to give him a second chance, but... His, his, he has the sovereign will to do as he pleased. And we see that uh, when you talk about a second chance, God grants Jonah a second chance to obey his unaltered commission and divine assignment. God had an assignment for Jonah to do. When God has an assignment for us to do, it's really to our advantage to do what we are assigned to do. And then they're given a second chance. When you talk about a second chance, it talks about uh, you can see his love for Jonah and his love for the Ninevites. It's part of the reason that he uh, commissioned Jonah a second time. Uh, and then we, we get to talking about the significance of that second time. It, it is to have the prophet of God see the case of the Ninevites. And, and and giving them a second chance because God gave Jonah a second chance. And we realize that uh, sometimes it takes God to send us through some things, uh, some troubles and some hardships to get us to the place to do what he's commissioned us to do in the beginning. And, and God is such a merciful God until he knows our shortcomings. He knows our human weaknesses. He, he knows what we are, are capable of and, and what we're not capable of. He knows our limitations. He knows how we accept our shortcomings and our failures. failings. Because of uh, these reasons, we see uh, how he's patient with us. So he says he comes to him a, a, a second time. He says, and then it talks about in verse 2, it says, Rise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it, the preaching that I had thee, I bid thee. So God has preserved Jonah's life uh, uh, a second uh, from the belly of the fish, and he's given him a chance to do what he had asked him to do in the beginning. So he says, arise. And when, when, when they talk about the word arise, in other words, get up from what you're doing uh, and, and accept what I've uh, commanded you to do because he's commanding him to go. Uh, often I always watch the Billy Graham's crusade. One of the things he always said uh, at the end of all of his sermon was, I want to get you to get up out of your seat. In other words, arise up. And come accept him as your Lord and Savior. But he, you need to make a move. So he's telling him, I want you to rise up. And then he tells him uh, what, what he wants him to do. He says, go to Nineveh. God tells him what he wants him to do. He commands him to go to Nineveh. And and then he commands his servant to, to uh, a command demand that, that I need you to be obedient to what I'm commanding you to do. Go to Nineveh. 
And then he tells them what Nineveh is about. He tells them that that great city. And Nineveh was called a great city because uh, uh, it was uh, its size. It took three days to walk uh, through the city of Nineveh. In other words, it was much bigger than Carthage, probably bigger than Longview. If it takes three days to walk across, uh, uh, so it was a great city, uh, especially for those particular times. And he wanted him to do a, a, a specific thing. God had a specific assignment for him to do. Um, when God uh, calls us to do uh, something like he's called Jonah to do, it's a specific thing that he wants him to do. And he wants him to preach unto uh, the Ninevites. Uh, and when he does that, he, he has a responsibility uh, uh, in this assignment to declare the word that God has given him to declare. Uh, he don't have the luxury of preaching what he wants to preach or what he thinks or, or what he feels about the situation. Uh, uh, he's in the role of God's spokesman. He's an ambassador. And, and, and uh, so he's going to do what God has told him to do. And when you think about Jonah, he is not uh, in a, a good position. He has to go preach to the very people that have, uh, put the words, that have really been an enemy for the Israelites for a long time. These people have treated them very cruelly. It's like him telling me, wait, I need you to go and preach to the, the KKK. And go down there to one day clan meeting and go in there and preach to them about the word of God. So that's what Jonah is under. He's under that kind of uh, a situation. He's going to go to some people that, that really don't care for him. And he's going to preach the word of God to them. And so verse 3 says, so Jonah rose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was a exceeding great city of three days journey. So Jonah did this time what God had commanded him to do. He didn't hesitate. Uh, he had a reservation of, of what God wanted him to do. Jonah gladly listened to God and was ready to get up and do his command. Uh, so many times we could avoid the hardships in our lives if we obey the command of God. Uh, we, we realized that even from the beginning, do not eat of that tree. Well, was a command that God gave Adam, and and, and to look at the hardships that that he endured because he disobeyed God. So we can, when we obey God, we save ourselves from all these hardships. And he went to Nineveh. He didn't go nowhere else this time. He went directly to Nineveh. He complied uh, with the with the command of God. Uh, According to the word of God, this means that Jonah did not deviate from what God had said him to do. He did uh, not add anything to God's word, nor did he take anything away from God's word. Uh, now, Nineveh was an exceeding great city, a three days journey. So, again, Nineveh was a large place, and Jonah went over it preaching the word of God. Verse 4 uh, talks about his uh, his journey of the, of the first day. And Jonah began to enter the city a day's journey and cried and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. When Jonah reached the city, he did as God had directed him to do. He began to preach the word of God. 
And Jonah was entered into the city a uh, day's journey. Uh, so when he hit, what that means is when he had gone uh, into the city um, uh, a day's journey, in other words, he's just beginning to get into this large city, he began to preach. And he cried out and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Now Jonah is preaching a word of doom. Nineveh shall be overthrown. And why it's going to be overthrown, he's preaching this word of doom, is that it is going to be overthrown because of the condition of the Ninevites. It is a warning to them that the path that, that they were, uh, were on was, was a wrong path. It was an appeal, and it's also an appeal to their sisters that there's another option that they have to avoid this doom at the end of the path. And God has given them, uh, is giving them a chance to be saved. You can see that in the fact that if God wanted to kill them, he didn't have to warn them. He didn't have to warn them and let them know what was going to happen. But by the fact that he warned them, it gives you a sense that God is letting them know that there is a way out. Don't, oh. don't, don't. Jonah is not preaching a way out. And then when in his beginning, he is telling them that, that in, in 40 days, they'll be overthrown. Uh-huh. Uh, verse 5 says, so the people of Nineveh believe God. Uh, so a repentance is going to take place in this second session. So the people of Nineveh believe God and proclaim the fast and put on sackcloth and from the greatest of them to even the least of them. Uh, so the people of Nineveh believe, believe Jonah. And when it goes back to what we all believe when we preach the word of God and when we all come to the word uh, faith come by uh, hearing and hearing by the word of God so unless we hear the word of God we'll never be able to expose to to the change that needs to take place so as, as uh, uh, God's uh, servants we ought to be like Jonah we got to preach the word of God to, to uh, every opportunity we get the Holy Spirit opened the hearts of the hearers to see the value of the word of God, and they believed. And not only did they believe, but they, they took an action and proclaimed the fast. The people accepted the proclamation and began to fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the leadership of Nineveh sent out the words to all the people to fast. They wanted everyone to focus on repentance and put on sackcloths from the least of them to even the uh, uh, from the least to even to the greatest of them. And so we see that not only do they... Uh, no, no, they, I'm in Bible study. When they put on a, when they put on a cyclone, that is an example of how uh, they're showing uh, God that they, they, uh, they are uh, want to repent. In those days, if you put on sackcloth and, and, and sit in ashes, there was an understanding that you would you were you was trying to change. That was a uh, example of it. And then it talks about one of the biggest things you see here. We always hear people talking about being on one accord in the church. They show that they are on one accord. They remove their comfort garments and put on uh, these 
the awful garments, uh, they go out of their comfort zone and let God know that they are ready to, to follow his rules. They're saying all of them, they have sinned and they regret their sins. And they desire to God for them to forgive them and to spare their lives. So the whole people uh, repent of their sin. They, everybody accepts what God is giving to the, is asking them to do. So it ain't just one person or, or this side of town or uh, the white neighborhood or, or the black neighborhood or Hispanic, but everybody in the city has accepted what uh, Jonah has preached to them. And you think, well, uh, the leadership, verse 6 talks about, for the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and set in ashes. So the leadership steps up and, and, and set an example for everybody. And, and, and that gives us an example of, of what this world is about today. When, when we have a time when we're dealing with corona, one of the biggest problems we've had is, we ain't had no leadership that would say that everybody needs to wear their masks. Everybody needs to get their shots. We're still struggling on the job. We're trying to get people to take their shots. We're trying to get people to wear their masks. So the leadership in this particular case steps up and, 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 and takes charge and, and says, ah, uh, for the word of the Lord came to the king. One position, uh, it's no different from anybody else. God doesn't doesn't treat you uh, different because you're royalty. We all have the same salvation, and He sets the example for everybody. Uh, he decides that He's gonna not only his is uh, everybody else gonna do it, but the King is gonna do it. And if the King doing that, lets you know that we all need to do it. So He steps up and said and. Uh, the, the word of the Lord came to him, and he arose from his throne and laid his robe on him and covered him with sackcloth. The king removed his raw robe as a gesture of his willingness to give up the, the status that he had uh, for the forgiveness and salvation. He arose from his stone, and he removed his robe and put on sackcloth as a gesture of his willingness to give up his position uh, uh, for salvation as a symbol of what we all have to do with uh, I remember when, when the rich, uh, when you read the New Testament and the rich ruler, God, uh, Jesus tells him that uh, many things. He said he's obeyed uh, from his youth, and Jesus tells him, "Well, take what you got and sell and give to the poor." And he went away sadly because he couldn't do that. But this king is willing to put off of his robe and show his people that I, I, I'm not above what we're trying to do here. We're all going to do this. And he goes a little bit further than just to, to take off his grove, and he calls it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let no man or beast, herd or flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. In other words, he, he making a proclamation. The uh, situation was so important that he makes a decree and sends it out to everybody, and and he calls it to be proclaimed. Uh, in other words, the king uh, is putting it out for everybody to see. He's not selfish and has he has compassion for his people. He's going to do what's what's good for the people. He's a leader that's setting an example for all to see. 
and let neither man nor beast uh, a flock taste any, let he be fed, nor drink water. This fast uh, that he's putting out is is a fasting is another example of of, of setting yourself up up for repentance. Everyone uh, was to give full attention to God. When we fast, we 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 deny ourselves. Uh, so he's letting the people know that go do whatever it takes uh, for us to let God know that we're serious about this. We want forgiveness for, the, for our sins. This is no joke. Uh, we want to get God's attention. We want him to know that we're not faking. We're, we're for real. This whole town, the whole city is for real. And let, but let man and beast be covered with cyclone and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil ways and from his violence that is in their hand. The king goes to the limits on this, demanding not only that the people cover the cyclone, but they cover the animals. Uh, let them know that, that, that we we're we're fully behind this, uh, and 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 cry mightily unto God. And when we cry unto God, uh, uh, we it's an encouragement for others to do the same. Uh, so many times we we're, we're, we're shameful to do it, but if we all cry unto God uh, at the same time, and Marion said when they crossed the Red Sea, when they got over to the other side, they let out a great shout. She led them in that. Uh, so many times we find out when the children walked around Jericho uh, the seventh time and they let out a great shout, the walls came tumbling down. So he says he's encouraging them to cry mightily unto God. And yeah, let them turn everyone from his evil ways and from the violence that is in their hand. Uh, when the heart and, and and the action of man are unchanged, uh, there's no general repentance. But repentance is turned from the sinful deeds we do and, and live in compliance to the will of God. So when we say we repented of our sins, so many times you hear somebody say, well, I repented, uh, and 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 but uh, and then next day I'm doing that same thing over again. That's not general genuine repentance. Repentance means to to turn away from from what we're doing, that sinful act that we're doing, and and, and to recognize that it's not to our advantage, and to do different. So they are are going to turn from their evil ways. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Let everyone turn from his evil ways. Jonah didn't tell him to do that. He told him that in 40 days that was going to happen. Uh, in other words, he just said about every, about, I guess his sermon was mighty short. They they, they keep, uh, <laughs> uh, yet 40 days and the Nineveh shall be overthrown. I'm sure he added a little bit more of that, but the scripture doesn't say that he added a whole lot to that. But Jonah evidently has made a sermon that, that uh, did get the point across. Uh, for, for they did change their evil ways. They came up with a plan to get God's attention. Who can tell if God would turn and repent and turn away from his first anger that we perish not? So 
God, uh, who could, that scripture says, who can tell if God will return and repent and turn from his fierce anger? Repentance uh, on God's part is not the same thing as repentance on our part. Uh, when they talk about God, repentance is not talking about that he committed a sin because God is perfect and does not commit sin. It's talking about God changing from a uh, punishment state to a blessing and uh, 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 healing state. So it's not talking about him uh, repenting from a sin he's committed. It's talking about uh, him uh, not wanting to punish them, as he said, be not destroy them. He's talking about he's going to uh, bless them. He's going to change what he's going to do to them, that we perish not. The people had the right understanding and desire for, they prayed for forgiveness. Uh they were on a collision course. They were not uh they knew that that that, that they did not absolutely know what God would knew but would do, but they knew they had to do something. They they had already been condemned. Uh, so they wanted to live, so they changed their ways. And when it turns that's basically what we have to do. If we know we're on a collision course and our, what we're doing is not right in the sight of God. We have to change what we're doing. And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil ways, and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. Uh, so uh, he punished the, he punished his unrepentant sin and blessed repentant sin. In other words, if you don't repent, you get to do what them what he did to the Israelites. He had to send them into captivity because they did not repent of their sin. They did not uh, change their ways. But these people changed their ways. God saw their works that they turned from their evil ways. Uh, God sees the action of man and He judges them according to His righteous standards. It teaches us that God is fully aware of all things we are doing and the deeds we are doing. God saw their works. God knew they were on their, uh, their action of man was genuine and from their heart that they turned from their evil ways. He, they made such an impression on God that he was pleased with what they did. And so God re repented of the evil that he had said he would do unto them. The people of Denver met God's standards, and so God changed what the uh, outcome was going to be for them. He changed, he changed the, the doom that was about to attack, and he did it not. The warning message to the Nineveh Knights uh, that Jonah had gave them, uh, God repented of and had another plan in mind for them. Uh, God made concession for the sins and, and the penalty of, of our sins. When we meet God's standards, God will bless us accordingly. So when we when we change our evil ways, it just seems like God has a, a blessing for us. The lost cannot be saved without the gospel being shared with them. And not only does it need to be shared with them, it need to be to the point that, that it'll help change who we are. Uh, so we can see the character of God, how God... Uh, is so merciful unto us. He always wants us saved. Man is not 
is man is really not uh, meeting what God has expected him to do. But God is such a, a willing and grateful God that he extends his saving grace to everyone. And so we see his character. We see also that, that, that Jonah changed his ways, but Jonah still has, a, if you read the, the book of Jonah, you know that Jonah still doesn't have a good feeling about the Ninevites. So uh, he really don't want God to save them. But but he he realizes that God gave him a second chance, and if God gives us a second chance, we ought to realize that he ought to be willing to know that he can give us somebody else a second chance, and accept that. And then we realize that we're doing the same thing the Israelis did, in that we still ain't uh, promoting God's kingdom the way we supposed to. The Israelis had the job of. Uh, uh, promoting the, the God to the rest of the world. And we still ain't meeting up to that. So we see how God is, is at work in this, in this lesson. And we see what, how we as, as man needs to change to, to meet the requirements that God is, is, is putting upon us. What we need to do is to carry his kingdom forth. I guess that's about all I got on this. Amen. Beautiful message. <clears throat> um, brother, teacher, and class. Uh, I think with Jonah, I feel like Jonah couldn't have got his message across that God had commissioned him to to take to the Ninevites had he not went through what he went through because. If he would have went straight there when God told him the first time, he wouldn't have went through the turmoil that he went through, you know, being he was because he was so afraid of those people. So the message that he did give to the people, to the king, in order to for the king to lead by example, you know, he had to see God in Jonah, see that, that Jonah was sincere and for real. This is a man that was terrified of these people. You know, so in order for him to reach the people the way as, as effectively as he did, they had to see this. Okay, this man got to be sincere in his walk to come down here and face us, because those were some very evil, wicked people. So, mm-hmm. amen. And um, brother teacher. Um, good lesson. It really opened my eyes. This is Sister Ina. Um, two, and you think about it, what we may think, um, and you mentioned, you know, a good example. I thought that was a good example when you said that about the KKK. Um, but what we may see, our perception of a certain group of people, you know, it's not what we think. It's all about their people, too. And mm-hmm. the thing we have to realize, you see uh, with with Jonah, you know, even though he didn't want to go to the, to the Ninevites, he didn't want to go, um, and, and no matter what. But just think. I mean, it took that, I say it's a miraculous thing 
who else can go into a belly of a whale and still live afterwards? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, that yeah. would be a, a a big wake up call for me. You know, but you know, God give us all so many chances. If you just yeah. really think about it, He give us so many chances to do things. But what I think about um, with this lesson, you know, um, we shouldn't look on other people and and what they're doing um, and, you know, judging, okay? Even though, because I'll say myself, there's a lot of things I need to change with Ina. The thing is, you still do what the Lord has. So I would say, even in the city of Carthage, you know, there's certain groups here. The Lord say, you know, you need to talk and, and spread the good word, of, spread my good word. Regardless of how much I've made this light, speaking to a certain group of people. But if that's what the Lord wants me to do, regardless of how I feel, I need to do it, okay? Because if you really look at it in this lesson, the word of God is what changed. It's not. It's not Jonah. Yeah. It's the what. It's the word of God that changes mm-hmm. people. Okay. Mm-hmm. You never know what the word, how it can change a situation or a group of people. So mm-hmm. the best thing that you can do is. Spread the good word, and that's exactly what he told. He told the people, he told the, the Ninevites that it, uh, it was going; they were going to be destroyed, right? Yep. God could have told us. God could have told us this. He could have said that to us. Yeah. You know, and, and just thinking about it, you know, and they listened. And and as 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 you said, uh, uh, Deacon Wade, and they listen, and it started from the head. Mm-hmm. It started You're from right. the head, mm-hmm. and they followed suit. My God, wonderful lesson. It's something I'm just gonna have to. It made me think on some things with me, regardless of how I feel. I just gotta do what the Lord says. Yeah. Amen. Uh, other teacher, in this lesson, um, we see that uh, even though these people were uh, hard-hearted people, God does not want any of us to uh, perish. Right. And right. no matter how careful, how bad we are, he still loves us yes. and giving us a second chance. Uh, God touched their hearts. Mm-hmm. Their heart mm-hmm. had to be changed first right. in order for them to uh, make this move. And mm-hmm. when the men believed uh, in God and believed what God said, yes. that's how the change started happening. Mm-hmm. And when they changed, the word came to the king. Mm-hmm. Now, the king had even changed and thought about changing until he saw that the people had changed. Mm-hmm. When he saw the people had changed, 
then he changed. Mm-hmm. And once he changed, he decided, okay, to keep this in line, I will issue a decree. And in this, uh, this decree could not be changed. And the reason why it couldn't be changed, uh, whenever a king issued a decree, he took off his signet ring mm. and he put it on that uh, paper. Mm-hmm. And with that being on that paper, you knew that this came from the top and nobody could break this. Right. Now, the only way it could have been broken is by God. Right. And God saw this as what he wanted it to be because he really wanted them saved. Yes. In being saved, these people were saved. And they led an example for the other nations that were around them. I don't. And in this, uh, it says that that each of us has to turn from our wicked ways. Oh, yeah. This is an individual thing. Yes. uh, Mm -hmm. Not a group thing. Mm -mm. Once you decide, you have to make that choice for yourself. Yes, ma'am. And the faith comes by hearing the word of God. Yes. And in hearing, we have to have that grace too. Yes, right. Faith and grace goes together. That's right. And after they uh, had done this, God was moved with compassion. Hmm. And that's just like today. In all of our weakness, how many times have we done something and God has had compassion on us? Oh, my God. And in that's why Jesus came, mm-hmm. that to give us and to show this compassion. Only yes. his love can do what nobody else can do. Only uh, the spirit uh, can lead us today as to where we should go, how we should go, and what we should do. Mm-hmm. And in this lesson, we see that uh, Jonah, uh, he did what God told him to do. But sometimes God has to punish us mm-hmm. and make us see things different in order yeah. for us to get up and make a move. Mm-hmm. And if we have faith, but then too, we have to put some action behind it. Right. Because if we never move, when we can say all day long that we got faith, but we have to put some action to it. And once we put the legs to it, we're good to go. All right now. Because God's going to be right there with us. Yes. Amen. 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 That is. It's... Okay, Pastor. Amen. I, I thoroughly enjoy the three reviews and the teacher. I, I'll just like that old rag. I'm soaking it in. Mm-hmm. So I thank I thank God for it because all I can do is repeat uh, what the three ladies have said and 
what you have said, and we all we have to do is just accept what uh, all has been done tonight. And, but all I want to say is changing for the better. Hmm. And when you change for the better, you got to get self out the way. Oh, you, you, gotta, you got you got to deny yourself because mm-hmm. it's, it, when you change it for the better, it's not about you. It's all about God. And, and the key thing is, I think all three ladies have said, and you have said, the key thing is the word. Yeah. And I, I, and I feel like, and I, within my heart, all of them had a relationship with God, but God mm-hmm. sometimes He had to knock on our hearts to shake oh, us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and, mm-hmm. and when we when he knocks on our heart and shakes us, uh, and 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 all of us, just like the Ninevites, all of us, I can go on a limb tonight. All of us have had a heart need a heart train uh, change somewhere down the line because we put yeah. self in the way. Yeah. Yes, and we, we put self in the way and don't have God in the midst. And, and, and you see how the let's open up the word of the Lord came on to me. The word. So it, it, it's the word. And, and mm-hmm. just like, you know, I, I thought about some preachers, and I'm going to leave this alone, but I thought about how some preachers say, well, I don't want to go to that church. Lord, they but two or three. I don't want to preach to them. They, 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 they ate something else down there. But you got to understand. Mm-hmm. Use a book of bad too. So, you know, <laughs> you got to take what God has for you. And, you know, yeah. the Bible says iron sharpen iron. So, you know, yeah, when you get yeah. the word of God on the inside, amen, you help each other. It's not, like I said, it's not just you. It's all of us. Because I, I pray God because uh, Walnut Grove have helped me, and I pray to God I have helped them somewhere down the line. <laughs> Amen. Because I, I I I may talk a lot, I may do this, do that, but I listen and I was all because I need help. It, you know, a lot of us want to pull out, but don't want to take nothing in. Well, mm. we, we got we got to take in too. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I thank God for this lesson. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Uh, all of you that is online tonight that uh, took part in this lesson, uh, being honest with you, I'm I'm very tired in my body, but I thank God for the word on tonight. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank God I got a little energy now. Amen. Amen. So mm-hmm. y'all continue to pray for everybody because all of us are standing in need of prayer. Amen. Amen. Is there any, uh, any special a request or any special announcement someone has may claim? Pastor Mitchell. This yes. Is, uh, Sistina, just for the just for the future for those that are on uh for next next week's Bible study, just so they can, you know, uh have their reading. Is it okay if we share the, the topic and the scripture? Yes, yes, yes ma'am. Yes ma'am. Okay, next next week the topic is no no worries. And and the the first outline is from Matthew, Saint Matthew, the sixth chapter. 
25th through the 29th verse, and it goes on to Sister King, help me out. 34. To the 34th. To the 34th verse. Just so, you know, you get get a head start on our reading. Because everybody okay. may not have a, Sunday, have a Sunday school book, so they'll be prepared for the next one. All right. Amen. Thanks, Okay. Thank you, Sister Bonham. Amen. Yes, anyone, sir. Else have, anyone else have anything else? All right. Deacon Wade, you got anything else? No, sir. All Very right. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We love you. We love you. We ask that you will just continue to bless this church in a special manner. Thank you for those that are online with us on tonight. We ask that you build us up where we are to and down, spend where we are weak. Father God, look upon the sick, children, and the bereaved family. We know that you are a God that has all power. We've got he uh, healing in the hem of your garment. We just ask that you bless not only Walnut Grove, but every church, every uh, man of God, woman of God that uh, declare your word. We all need your master. Just bless us and keep us and let us realize and continue to have that relationship within you, uh, with you and within you. Father God, we ask that you bless us and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank God. Amen. Amen. God bless y'all. Love y'all. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Deacon Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.